0: I love being the tattooed badass that nobody fucks with.
1: Welcome to Phoenix Forged, the podcast that proves when you're forged in fire, you become strong as steel. I'm your guide, Samantha Sierra. Join me and my guests from around the world as we share our stories of triumph after trauma. Topics discussed during these conversations are hard. The stories may be difficult to hear, but they're important. They're proof. That your past doesn't define your future, you do. Hi, guys, welcome back to Phoenix Forged. I'm Sam, and today we have Bully Crusher himself, Trevor Martin. How are you, brother?
0: Man, I am doing so good. I'm I'm excited to be here. And by the way, I'm grinning because that intro is sweet as shit. Like I love it. <laughs> Absolutely doesn't define you. You do. You mm. do.
1: That's what mm. I'm talking
0: about. Let's
1: fucking go. <laughs> so how are you? What you been up to?
0: Well, I'm doing extremely well um, between work and family. It's, it's, it's kept me busy. Um, I enjoy, uh, I would say, I've taken some time recently to kind of work on self. And I want to kind of just start off by saying like that that's really hard and I've been somewhat half failing at it because
1: mm.
0: I get so consumed by, you know, so consumed by life. Um, we just, we just had a baby. So it's like, there's, the, congratulations. The, thank you. So many good things happening. A lot of times the good things also snowball into so many different rabbit trails that it's hard to nail down focus. Mm. And I'm the type of guy that when all of these things are happening like they're currently happening in my brain right now which was why i kind of appeared scattered right <laughs> i'm like oh i want to i want to i want to tackle that and then okay now i need to tackle that i got to fix that i need to help this person i need to do this and so i just sometimes you lose focus on self mm-hmm. and making sure i i need to work on making sure that i'm kind of dialing that back and going okay Let's breathe a little bit. Let's get to work on Trevor and let's get that right. And then we can move on to to some other things. But business is good. Work is good. Family's good. It gets all, it's, it's all good. It's just making sure that I'm taking time to prioritize.
1: That's so important. We often prioritize everything else and we leave yep. ourselves for last. Then we realize that we're pouring for a cup and it's damn near empty. And we're like, uh, how do I fill this thing back up? Mm. Yep. So it's about learning when to refill your cup before you get to that point where you're searching for
0: water. Absolutely. I'm going to set it better.
1: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, uh, about your past to tell us a little bit about your life.
0: So, oh man, that's, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, that's a journey and that's a journey that's, that's, that's like this, ready? And then we go and then, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh. So um, I was adopted at four months old. I was born in the great state of Tennessee, go big orange. But uh, I was adopted at four months old. Grew up, uh, my my parents wanted a boy, so obviously got adopted. Uh, Then they wanted a sister. Um, My mom didn't think that she could have kids and so they adopted my sister from seoul korea and then uh lo and behold camille was born younger sister and she was a surprise to the family so as i'm growing up you know with with two sisters we we had a lot of fun it raised in a very conservative very strict home there wasn't a lot of outside worldly influence so for instance a saturday night for us would be Looking at the Lawrence Welk show. Uh, there's you know Reading Rainbow. There's things like that. Um, I can remember Dad going to Best Buy at the time, and you could rent a VCR. Yeah, I'm not old. You could rent a VCR, <laughs> and I can remember Swiss Family Robinson. I oh Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I remember that. Oh, one.
1: I remember Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we would watch watch movies, but there wasn't there wasn't we weren't we weren't exposed to violent movies. We weren't exposed to
1: no Rocky for you. No know what rocky like
0: no 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 no. i experienced all of that like in my high school years and 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 after Uh, none none of that it was it was church um it was the bible and it was um very very limited exposure to to worldly elements now i'm not i gotta be i'm not saying that that's bad like i'm not saying that limitation is bad right everything Mm -hmm. moderation i would say and that includes Conservative upbringing, right? You there's got to be mm-hmm. got to be a fine balance. You can still have God and Jesus and watch boxing on television, right? You can still <laughs> yeah. you can still have your Sunday prayer and watch somebody get knocked the fuck out on UFC, right? There's yes. you can still watch those army movies, whatever. Like it's okay. It's it, it, I I believe you'll be fine. <laughs> now, in my past, there have been traumatic events, and those events started me on a course where. Well, I'll be honest with you. I rebelled against anything that the Bible, uh, anything that the Bible would ever write. Like I would just, I rebelled against anything and, and everything because uh, of the experiences that I, that, that I was having, uh, you know, whether it be at home, whether it be at high school, whether it be uh, just church, any, anywhere, I just, I rebelled and it set me on a course for some dark times. It, it really did. And I am well- I'm very fortunate, I, I, you know. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to have this converse, conversation with 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 you today, and it's it's made me it, going back. Like conversations like this are 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 hard, and it's it's because I've spent so much time building this into a kickass machine that I don't want to talk about the times of when I was not a kickass machine, uh, right. when, when I was smaller, when I was quote unquote weaker right and and when i went through those difficult and those dark those dark times by the way some of those dark times were were self-inflicted some of those dark times were because you know i i i chose a path and and it, it ended up not being not being the right one
1: those are the hard ones right yeah those are the ones that you beat yourself up over the most because you did it to yourself yeah and like i've said it i don't know how many times i've said it but like it's cruel, the things that your brain is capable of doing to you. It's cruel what you're capable of thinking about yourself, of you know, thinking of what you could do. And, and it's, it's, it's a scary place that your brain can take you to. And finding forgiveness in yourself after you've made those decisions is so difficult
0: it absolutely is it hands down is it's it's one of i would say it's one of the more difficult things well huh, it's one of the most difficult things i, I believe that uh, i believe that we face as, as humans uh, looking at self and 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 you know looking at yourself in the mirror or just going back into your mind and going you know what Man, I I probably—I know I made a mistake there. I know I made several mistakes there, and other people have forgiven me, right? I've gone back and I've said, I've said, look, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Like I did you wrong. That man, that—that's on me, and I own that. And they're like, yep, 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 yep. You're forgiven. You go to church, right? You you're or or, you you know you you confess your sins or whatever it is, and 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 God forgives you. And then you go home and you sit down, and and maybe it's you sit in the dark. A big fan of that. And 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 you go, okay. Okay, I've, I've done the work, right? I went out and I did the work and now, okay, I should be good. And you close your eyes, every it all replays, the whole scene. Again and again, and you're like, When away. I, I, did, I did what I was supposed to do, right? I went out. It's even in the Bible. It's in the books whatever book you read the regular talks about forgiveness It says go out talk to the people with a genuine and open heart i'm sorry for hurting you i'm sorry for what i did and you go do that that's supposed to start to fix it Mm -hmm. right not necessarily you talk to god maybe there's an answer maybe there's not maybe it's just maybe it's just air but you sit there and you think it's supposed to help solve the battles that you're facing in your mind well none of it will Mm -hmm. until you flip the switch and go okay we're past this i don't need I don't need to dwell on this anymore. I don't need to focus on that part in my life. Yes, I'm atoning for it. Okay. I'm putting in that work. Now we've got to move past it. Mm-hmm. But you will stay stagnant in that dark place until you choose to do so. Now yeah. I will be honest. I have so much more work to do in this. You have got to be willing. I, I'm gonna be, I, I don't wanna be hypocritical here. You've got to be willing to continually put in the work. You you have to. It's not just going to be it's not just going to be a one time thing like, OK, Trevor, I forget. You know, what? I forgive you. Forgive yourself. Oh, hey, we're good. Let's go. Right. We're we're a, we're a whole new person. Now, yeah. it's some of the toughest, you know, you're it forged in fire, strong as steel. I keep I keep looking down because I keep <laughs> thinking that, you know, it, you you talk about a weapon being made and it's it's not just bang, done. No, it's bang, bang, bang. Oh, that isn't good enough. Back in the fire bang, 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 right? More and more and more. Over and over again. Exactly. Over and over again. Sorry, that was a whole ramble.
1: No, but you know what? It's so true. And I have a lot of work to do personally. I have a problem with deserve, right? Preach. I have a problem with feeling worthy of feeling like I deserve things. Mm. And I used to, I, I really, really am cognizant of not saying, what did I do to deserve this anymore? Yeah. Because I've done a lot to deserve everything that I have. So every time that something good happens, like, oh, what did I do to deserve this kindness? What did I do to deserve this support? What did I do to deserve this? What did I do to deserve that? And I do literally felt it. Like I would think like, why, why do people want to do good things for me? Like I don't deserve this. Like what the hell? But no, I've been through a lot. You know, I witnessed my mom's domestic abuse. I, I've seen drugs. I've seen a guy get murdered. Like I've been through that stuff and I've come out the other end. I've been a teen mom, got through that, raised two beautiful boys and I just keep going. And now when people do something for me, I, I'm no longer, what did I do to deserve this? I'm just thankful. And I say, you know what? I deserve this. And I deserve everything that comes after it because I've been through all of this stuff. I've done all the work. I've put in the work. I've looked out for people. I've done for others. I've cared. I've done whatever I can do to be a good human. Yeah. I deserve it. Yes, man. and it's very recent. I'm 37 years old, and it is very, very recently that I'm discovering that.
0: Isn't that insane? Like I'm 43, and I'm on the same journey. Is yeah. that that's insane? Like yeah. it takes you sitting here going, like, wait, why couldn't I have gotten here sooner? Yeah,
1: like what the what the
0: hell? <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I got gray hairs and shit. Like we could have yeah. we could have hit this about 10 years ago. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And you know, you say 10 years ago. So 10 years ago is when I started on this mindset journey. Right? Because before then, I was, I was just in a dark place. Mm. You know, I didn't want to exist. And I
0: been there. Yeah.
1: I just felt like, what's my purpose in life? Like, what am I supposed to do? I just felt like I was on autopilot, letting life just guide me wherever I was supposed to go. I wasn't an active participant in life. And 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago now, I saw the movie The Secret and I said, you know what, what the hell? It's not going to cost me anything to think positively, like whatever, woo woo, you know? And I started down that path. And in the beginning, it felt very awkward. It felt very like, what am I doing? Like, this feels weird. These are happy thoughts. Like, who actually thinks these things? And it just, it was just awkward, right? It was It was painting a smile every day and then wanting that smile, not just painting it and like letting it be. And I kept on it and I kept working and I kept thinking positive thoughts and looking for silver linings. And I no longer have to search for those silver linings. Yeah. I no longer have to wonder if those happy thoughts will ever become reality. I exist in a realm of pure happiness. And I am extremely grateful for everything that I have. And I think that I can thank, like I'm at that point now where I can thank my trauma. Wow.
0: That's awesome.
1: Like when you go through your trauma, you never think that you're going to be able to come out of the other side and be grateful for it. Yeah. What about you? Are you at that point?
0: Nope. (laughs) Nope. See, I knew you were going to ask me that. Like I knew it and I'm like, get ready for it and prepare. And then the questions asked, I mean, I'll say this parts. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to use the, uh, um, I I talk about, I hate a bully, right? Mm -hmm. Here's a secret. The reason why I really hate a bully is because I became the very thing that I hated. Mm -hmm. So the underlying theme behind that. And, and yes, there was there's previous trauma, but l- the, the title, the talking about, I hate a bully comes stems from the shame or being ashamed of knowing how much, how knowing the damage that bullies do. And then realizing mm-hmm. that I morphed into the very thing that I, that I despised. I, I and I did, and, and I have to be honest. Um, you got it, brother. Yeah. It's like, it, I love being, <laughs> I love being the tattooed badass that nobody fucks with. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. It's hard to, it, it, it's hard to admit that I'm still working because of the damage that I've done in my past, because of the people that have hurt in my past, that I'm still working on my credibility today as simply as a good human being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a, that is a, well, that's a daily struggle. It is and not, let me, let me, let me clarify. It's not a daily struggle to do good. It's a daily struggle to get past the fact that, that it didn't always do good, that I did bully people, that I did hurt people, that I put my needs, they weren't even needs, man. They weren't even needs. They were just there. I don't even know what they were. (laughs) It was just, it was just stupid shit. My, my wants or whatever, you know, I put all of that first. I didn't care who I burnt, I didn't. And, and, and the only way I would love you, the only way I would love you is if there were strings attached and you met my conditions. Transactional. Yeah. Like that, that, that was it. And, and I, I can think I've already, I've got like, <laughs> I'm going to have to meditate after this. I have got like <laughs> so many names going through my head of, oh yeah, hurt, 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 hurt. And it, it's just, so when you talk about like, Hey, are you ready on some aspects on some aspects. I, yes, I absolutely am. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to let go and I'm ready to, you know, to work and, uh, realize that, that that point or those points are in the past, not in the Mm -hmm. present and they're not in the future. Yes, I am responsible. And yes, I do take, you know, I, I, I will be, I'm accountable for them, but I need to realize, or I need to accept all of them and that, that, uh, that, that I can, continuously heal and then i can Mm -hmm. move forward and when i do when all of those come in line that's gonna be a good day yeah that'll be a yeah it is a damn good day
1: it is so you mentioned that you were bullied and that you eventually became a bully do you are you comfortable talking about any of your experiences
0: yeah so um (laughs) yeah uh I can remember and I've wrote a story about this one uh, um, on LinkedIn, but I can remember sitting in a class and um, I used to think uh, a lot of times that that the classrooms were safe uh, because everybody was in a desk and that everybody was listening to the teacher. So if the people were people's attention was on the teacher, uh, it wasn't on me and picking on me. Right. Well, I can remember uh a certain day that uh, there's a certain group of kids that were deciding to fire spit wads at, at my back uh we were in class i think it was either geography or history one of the two but they were firing they were firing spit wads you know at my at my back and uh giggling and and they weren't they weren't the kind that were dry they were pretty wet and juicy ones and it really sucked when they splat right and uh i can I uh, I hated it, obviously. And I started drawing um, in my notebook, I started drawing um, a couple of superheroes because I needed some friends and I wanted to be protected. Um, mm-hmm. So I would, I would draw those superheroes in my book and I'd look down and I'd go, okay, well, the Hulk's here, Wolverine's here, right? And then I would, in my, in my brain, in my, you know, I would imagine those coming to life, like. You know, Hulk coming to life and then taking out some of the ceiling and some of the lights. Like, you know, who's messing with Trevor, right? Wolverine going yeah. with those claws. Like, who's gonna fuck <laughs> with that guy, right? He's gonna he will turn you into a shish kebab, and that is yeah. exactly what I wanted to have happen. I wanted vengeance, and I wanted it now. Like, stop picking on me. I oh my gosh. And so all that anger and all that resentment just built and built and built throughout high school. Uh, throughout, uh, like I, there was a, there was a bully that I write about and I hate a bully series and, and constantly on me, you know, slapping milk away from me, all, just whatever, uh, basketball to the nose, things like that. All of these things that just kept building and building and building. I can remember one day thinking, oh, I don't want to be bullied anymore. So I got to, I got to beef up. So I started, I, I started to go to the gym. I started to do things to get beefed up. And I don't know when it switched. But at some point in time in my life, it started to get really cocky. Um, I thought I was I thought I was untouchable. I just thought I'm like, I'm like, who wouldn't want to be this guy? I mean, look at me like (laughs) who wouldn't want to be me. And I had that attitude and I acted like that. It didn't matter male or female or it didn't matter. If you came across me, I was probably the cockiest motherfucker you ever met. Part of my Mm -hmm. life. And I just uh, (laughs) I didn't care about people's feelings. I cared about one person, me. That was it. Mm-hmm. I'd lie. I'd manipulate. I'd lie again. Right. If you were, uh, if I thought, if I thought you were inferior to me, which I thought a lot of people were inferior to me, like, I'm like, <laughs> my, my clients are going to be like, Holy cow, this guy. <laughs> right. Uh, if I thought you were inferior to me, I'd hone in on that. Like a hyena. I'm not even kidding. It's, it was it, shameful. Really. I, I just make you miserable. Because mm-hmm. I because I was miserable, so you needed to be too.
1: Yeah, and misery needs company.
0: Absolutely, and don't be. I was taught don't be weak. You don't be weak. So, and if you're weak, that gets punished. So I, I, I you, if I found out or if I even sensed that you were weak, oh man, I would take advantage of that, and we would. I just latch in, and it just got it just got really bad. I can remember I can remember asking somebody very close to me. I was going through my 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 learning process has been within the last or my self-awareness process has been a seven year journey. You were talking about your 10 year journey. Mine's mm-hmm. been a seven year journey. And I can remember going through a going through a process. And the question was asked, you need to go ask some loved ones. How do you show up? If they could describe you in one word on a bad day, what would it be? Oh, never forget this. I asked a loved one. I said, hey, if you describe in a, one word on a bad day, what would it be? They came back with uh, "tyrant," and I went, "Wait, what? Yep, you're you're a tyrant. That's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Now, once again to clarify, was not physically abusive to anybody, emotionally abusive to anybody. However, I was a narcissistic asshole, and I I could just shut just shut people out. Like, I don't like I don't care. Like what does involve me it, because it's not about me, so I don't mm-hmm. care. So, yeah, it's um, you want to talk about becoming the very thing that you the very thing that you hated. I, I became that until one day, um, one day, it just it just had to stop. It needed to stop. I couldn't put I couldn't put any more. I couldn't put any more that out, out in the world, Sam. I just couldn't do it. anymore. I couldn't. I, I, you get to a point where you go, Hold, like, I don't even know what I'm looking at in, in, in the mirror. I don't even know. I didn't believe in therapy. I didn't believe in asking for help. I didn't believe in any of that. I didn't believe in the in universal power or getting getting this getting everything aligned. And that was all that was all nonsense. Turn turns out it's it, it's not nonsense. But
1: yeah, yeah all that all that woo woo stuff is not so woo woo, huh?
0: <laughs> right on.
1: <laughs> so I kind of felt the same way. So growing up, when I was with my mom and her now ex, he called her crazy quite often, and. I didn't want that stigma attached to me. So I never sought help. I never mm. sought therapy or medication or anything like that. And yeah. looking back, I really wish I had because I I suffered in pain and I suffered from not knowing worth for a long time. And I could have stopped had I just had some therapy. Yeah. So have you gotten any therapy?
0: Yes, I have. Yeah. I have. And I'm actually currently so I appreciate that question. And um, there's a couple things. Um, I do like um, um, art therapy. So where it's like working through your emotions, and and it comes out on paper, you want to talk about some dark shit, right? No, I'm just I'm just kidding. It's not all dark, but like, just mm, put it right on there. And then um, I'm currently working on what you would call shadow work. So it's I go, you know, it's going back and it's identifying those things that we've Locked back in here, and it's kind of bringing them out and and uh, you know cutting cords. It's all of that stuff. But I need to be better at, at making sure that that's a priority because that's where we talk about we talked about life getting in right, and we we sometimes lose focus on what we really, really, really need to get right.
1: What's the hardest part about the shadow shadow journey? Ooh. You didn't think I was gonna make this easy, on no, you, did you? No,
0: I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm like. This is like. It, it. It fits. It goes with everything that that this that Phoenix Forge stands for. It's talking about being forged in fire. And right now, I feel like I'm in. I'm on. Like I'm sitting in fire. Right. You're like like the, these questions. These com. These conversations aren't easy, but they're necessary. And so when you ask me what's the difficult part, it's um, admitting that I need it. Admitting that I need it is the hardest part about shadow work because I'm, I'm used to, ah, uh, this is getting, it sounds so cliche. Like I'm used to when I walk down the street or when I walk down a hallway, I don't move for people. They move for me as, as shitty as that sounds. That's the mentality that's in here, right? I've built this out of necessity. Well, I thought it was out of necessity. It wasn't, but right. I've built this. So you're just, You're like, hey, there's some chinks in your armor. You've got some work to do. You're a little weak here, 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 here. And mainly right here, right? And so sitting down admitting and going, okay, I need help and it's going to be dark. So I better buckle in and sit still and just get ready for the ride because it needs to happen. But admitting the toughest part about shadow work is admitting that I need shadow work
1: yeah I definitely feel that when it's time for me to go back like I call it my 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 uh my black box right
0: oh I appreciate it. I like that
1: any time that something would happen, I would just shove it in my black box and I would keep moving and i I'm not good at constructing boxes turns out <laughs> because I just shoved things in and I shoved things in and I shoved things in and then eventually like the lid doesn't close it's kind of a little wonky yeah. the hinge doesn't want to keep shut and it kept opening and pouring out all the things that I was trying to keep in and I just kept shoving it right back into the box and like can you push this down a little bit so I can lock this yeah. up and I just kept doing that over and over and over again and every time that I did that, it was like, what the hell am I doing? Why do I have to keep going through all this pain, all of this heartache? Like I don't understand. What am I doing wrong? Like I'm I'm putting all this stuff away. Why don't why won't it just stay in mm. my past? And it's because I wasn't confronting it. I wasn't working through the stuff. I was just okay, well this happened, I'm just going to throw it in my box. I'm going to ignore the reasons why it happened, the surrounding, you know, elements, everything that happened around it, that took place before it. I'm I i do not care about the emotions, the feelings, the thoughts, nothing. I just I'm just going to get rid of it and I'm going to push it to the side and ignore it. And that's not how you heal.
0: Nope.
1: Like one of the most important things for me was and you know we had this conversation on your podcast on uh the way of the warrior emotions yeah right feeling emotions and all of the emotions not just happy mad angry curious you know whatever i want to feel joy and excitement and wonder and awe but you also have to be prepared to feel frustration and anger and anxiety and panic because the human experience is that right. you have to learn how to deal with all of those negative emotions and negative thoughts, because whether you want to or not, they're going to appear. If you're armed with the ability to confront them and the ability to work through them and process them, then they don't become these giant things. No true. You know, when you start getting frustrated kill the frustration when it's small. Don't become a raging maniac because you wanted to ignore being frustrated and you let things yeah. slide. So you know, communication for me is a big mm. one. If I don't feel well, and like my mom uses this, like I don't feel well means mentally I'm not doing okay. And it's become a code for me as well. So if I don't feel like if I'm feeling sick or something, then, oh, I don't Like I'm not, I don't feel good, you know? That means, you know, I have a headache, my stomach hurts, whatever. But if I say I don't feel well, that is a key for me to say mentally there's something not going on right. And I need to confront this feeling now before it snowballs. So I communicate and I tell it to my husband, you know, babe, I'm not feeling well. And we try to figure out why am I not feeling well? What emotions are am I feeling? Why am I feeling them? Because until you start doing that work, you're just going to keep shoving shit in your box that's going to keep overflowing. And now you're not dealing with just a little bit of frustration or just a little bit of anxiety. Now you're dealing with 10 years worth of trauma that comes flying out of your box.
0: Absolutely. Hands down. So it's, yeah. it's
1: a lot. It's a lot. It is. How are you doing on your journey?
0: Getting there. Getting there. You know, and it's, I appreciate that question, right? Like how you, get, how, how are you doing on your journey? It's, um, it's a good one and it's fun at times at times it's extremely difficult like current state but what's amazing about it is the people that you meet along the way it's the Mm -hmm. people that support you that come out of the woodwork to help you through those times to celebrate right the good times and to also be there for when you need picked up when you need lifted up and all not only that but to work with you shoulder to shoulder as you battle through stuff
1: absolutely absolutely who's in your corner What's your support system look like?
0: I have several, I would say, obviously my, obviously my family, right? Families, mm-hmm. you know, family is, I mean, family's number one, family's key. But then there's, I have several different, several, I've, I've a mentor, I have other d- individuals within my inner circle that are fighting a very, very similar fight. You're one of them. Um, The one person that I, the one person that I am going to, I wasn't going to name drop, but I'm, I'm going to drop one. And that's John Doolin. Um, mm. John. I've been in some serious conversations with that man. I've uh, been in, you know, his round some of his round tables. But for me, consistent loyalty is key. Consistent respect is key. Never missing a beat is key. That man, that's that that's a big character in my inner circle.
1: Yeah. He's he really is a great guy.
0: Oh yeah. He really is.
1: Yeah. I definitely have um, I definitely have a few of those myself. It's incredible. It's incredible the people that come into your life that you don't expect.
0: Agreed, yeah.
1: That alter your life, Yeah. right? There are some people that come into your life and they add value to it. There are some people that come into your life and they subtract value. But then there are some people that come into your life and they alter your perspective. And those are the people that you wanna keep close. Those are the people that you... Want to make sure to appreciate, to share gratitude, to say, hey, you know, you did this for me and I'm really thankful. Agreed. And those people don't come all around very often. So You're right. when they do, stop and yeah. just realize what they bring. Find your people, people.
0: Mm. <laughs> well done.
1: That's life, right? Yep. Life is light and, you know, I'm an extrovert, super extroverted. I can be around people all day and I'm just energized by them, especially children. Like if I had the chance to go back and do life again, I would probably be like a kindergarten teacher or something because I just love being able to play with the kids and, and do things. And I'm like, I'm like that cousin that goes to the family things and I'm like setting up obstacle courses. I'm like, let's go do this. Let's play that and arts and crafts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. It's so odd to me that most of my people, like the people who are my people, are introverts. I don't think I have another genuine extrovert that are that's in my inner circle. It's like I adopt a bunch of introverts.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's like you would think that my level of like energy would completely drain them, but I think that I give them just enough. <laughs> that, like it charges their battery a little bit. <laughs> I like to think I don't drain them but my husband may say a little bit differently sometimes sometimes he's like Sam all right enough
0: yeah, well dial it down dial it down. yeah oh yeah
1: it's awesome so what are you doing now I uh, you're obviously like you have a, a new podcast um, you're working on the way of the warrior and you got a new one
0: yeah so uh, I'm obviously still doing um, the way the way of the warrior uh, ab- I absolutely love doing that show but then i just started and and this one's this one's taking a little bit of an emotional toll but this is called i hate a bully mm-hmm. and it is going through walking through kind of my uh, a little bit of my upbringing and then t- in, into my high school years and it will end up ending will be you know talking about how i became a little bit of what i talked about tonight how i became a bully and some of the things you know that uh, some of the things that I did and that's going to be tough, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, just actually, it's, it's, that's funny. Um, um, episode two drops tomorrow. So yeah,
1: I'll be listening. I listened to the first one. It was good.
0: I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: It's good. I'm, I'm excited to see, like knowing the journey that you're on, I'm excited to hear the story progress. I'm excited to hear your journey through your story because So often we look at people and we look at people where they are at that moment in time. Yeah. And we say, oh, wow. Trevor's got all his stuff put together. He's this great dude. Um, You know, I want to be just like him. And then on the other end, Trevor's like, don't be like me because I did all of this in my past. And now I have to atone for everything. And it's like, I can't wait until you get to the point where you're like... You can be like me, but I want you to be you. And this is how I got to be me. Preach. Because so many people see me like this super bubbly personable person and they think that I've always been like this. Yeah. That's not that's just not the case. Like I've been through darkness, I've been through despair, I've been curled up on my side in a bed not wanting to move for weeks at a time. Yeah. I put in the work, you are putting in the work. So I can't wait to be able to see that work stretch out and for you to tell your story and for you to get to the point where you're appreciative for the things that you've been through. Because it's, I, I just I can't wait to see that.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And and it's a work, as always, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress. So it's, it's going back to, you know, to your point, you know, it's going back to the forge and, you know, Getting refined over and over and over again, and that—that's what this process is, right? Making the decision to actually do this podcast, but you know that's—that's that's what this process is. And there's somebody out there that's going to need to hear the story, whether it's a person mm-hmm. been bullied, whether it's a bully themselves. But you know, well, we'll get there
1: one day at a time.
0: Yep, absolutely. One day.
1: And you know, I—I I said it to you. Uh, I believe I said it to you in a comment where you and I had had the conversation on the way of the warrior and you actually made the confession that night to me that you were a bully. Mm-hmm. And I could tell how difficult it was for you to make that confession. Yep. It, I could tell that it, that it was a burden that you had been carrying for so long. And you were like, do I put it down? Do I do I?" Do I just hold it for a little? No, I think I can hold it. No, I'm going to put it down. And like you could see the relief of you just setting that burden down for a moment. Yeah. And did you pick it back up? I'm sure you picked it back up, you know, to some extent. But to, to see that moment, it made me realize just how much effort you're willing to put in, just how much growth and the future means to you because we all carry our shit we do all we We all carry our burdens around and it's so easy to say hey trevor's life isn't that bad I, i can hold his burden i can walk a mile in his shoes that's because i don't know what his burden feels like
0: preach yeah
1: to to see you drop that felt i felt the weight come off of you
0: i appreciate that
1: I remember afterwards, like you made a post and you were like, I, I can't believe that I actually like said this, but now I'm going to say it on this platform on LinkedIn. And I remember saying like, you're like, you're like a bully sponsor, right? Alcoholics, when you go to AA meetings and, and stuff, you have sponsors and they're people who have been alcoholics. They're, you know, peoples who have been addicted to whatever narcotics or drugs or or whatever. They're yeah. the sponsors, not because they haven't been in the shoes and they've done a bunch of research and they've read all the criteria and they ch- ticked off all the boxes. Yep. They're sponsors because they've been there. They know what it's like at the bottom of the bottle. Yep. They know what it's like to, you know, do things that they would never have imagined possible in order to get their next fix. Yep. You know what it's like to be a bully. You, I can tell by the conversations that we have, you never want to be in that position again. Nope. So you're a sponsor. You're a sponsor for the next generation of of bullies and trying to prevent bullyism.
0: (laughs) I'll do it again absolutely absolutely
1: but i can't wait to see you i can't wait until like you make the announcement that like you're gonna be in a high school and you're gonna go and talk to these kids and and show them because you have the potential to change lives
0: well I, I appreciate that and and uh we're working on some of that so we'll see
1: that's awesome i can't wait you're 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 moving the needle brother you're moving the needle
0: one day at a time one day at a time that's
1: all you can do. All right, Trevor, it has been fantastic talking to you, but before we go, I have three questions that I plan on asking all of my guests. Okay. You ready? Yep. Question number one, you have a time machine and you can go back and give yourself any piece of advice, any words of wisdom, whatever. What do you tell younger Trevor?
0: You'll get through it.
1: Mm, All of it. (laughs) Yep. All right. Question number two, you still have that time machine. It's a fancy thing. If you could go back in time and not go through the things that you went through, would
0: you do it? Yes.
1: Really? You would change it? I would. That's interesting. Final question. What is current day Trevor doing that future Trevor will be proud of?
0: Helping others. Helping others, encouraging uh, encouraging them and enabling them. Um something that that's been recent, so that I know that future Trevor will be proud of that making sure that in my journey that I'm no longer promoting self but I'm I'm putting others first making a conscious effort to put others first
1: that's awesome all right brother people want to reach out to you how where can they find you
0: you can find me on Instagram you can find me on LinkedIn Um, those are my two major platforms mainly on uh, LinkedIn if you're looking for the um, my podcast they're on YouTube and Spotify
1: awesome I know that I'm going to be checking out you said you're I hate a bully is coming out when
0: uh the second episode first episode's already dropped second episode will be coming out tomorrow
1: awesome i will definitely be tuning in and i think i have another i think i have two way the warriors to catch up on so
0: oh yeah we've been recording those and there's uh there's we got them queued to drop so we're ready to rock and roll
1: that's awesome i love it i love it way to move the needle thank you all right guys That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to like, subscribe, comment, do all those fancy things. Later guys.